Thank you for downloading the following message from the Pickerington Church of Christ. We pray that this message will be a blessing to you as you walk with the Lord. For more information or to find additional resources, locate us on the web at pickeringtonchurch.org. Enjoy the message. God's voice is more than even our authority. God's voice inspires us. God's voice has set songwriters ablaze for centuries, even from the beginning, hasn't it? It's set men to writing and creating melodies by which we can sing those expressions that are on our hearts and minds. It's a, it's a wonderful thing that we're doing tonight and um, it's a wonderful honor uh, to, to sing some of Karen's favorite songs tonight. Our music is reflective of, of the inspiring nature of God's Word. Not only does His Word give us the inspiration for our music, but our music upholds the inspiration of the Bible. We make proclamations that we believe it's true when we sing to one another, and by that we're encouraged. By that, people in our assemblies uh, learn of God and gain faith. We share our faith and our singing. The music we write and sing serves to exalt the Word of God and produce faith in worshipers. Here's a few ways how our singing serves the Word of God. First of all, singing helps us to remember God's Word, doesn't it? Think back to the days when you first started singing about God's Word. What were some of the songs that you sang? Uh, how are you ever going to remember the Twelve Apostles unless it was set to music, right? How do you ever remember the Twelve Apostles now unless you have to sing the song in your head? Tell the truth. I still do, all right? In the New Testament or the Old Testament books, uh, these types of things, we, we, we set them to music because we want to remember them. It's pretty amazing. It's pretty amazing how kids can forget things that their parents say. Like you can ask them to clean their room, and, and I'd like you to clean your room tonight. Okay, and then the next day you look and you go, hey, clean your room, what happened? Oh, I forgot. But then you'll get in a car to come to church and, and they might have a, a song on or there might be a song on the radio and they know every word to it, some pop song. You know, every word, like, didn't that just come out this week? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, I, I know all the words to it. And I, what does that tell you as a parent? It tells you you need to sing your commandments to your kids, right? <laughs> So what song would you uh, set the, the, uh, this verse to? Uh, clean your room now or you will be grounded, right? You know, pick, pick a song out and put the lyrics into the melody and the kids will remember. Uh, can't promise they will do. Uh, but it's pretty easy to remember lyrics when they're set to melodies. Uh, really, though, it means that singing is a powerful teaching tool. Uh, it sinks things deep down in our heart with a smirk because we sing that song about music uh, uh, allowing God's word to sing or sink deep down in our hearts from the times we were, time we were kids. Uh, it means singing is a wonderful avenue to teach uh, your children at home, but it's also a wonderful avenue for you when you're by yourself on Monday or Tuesday or Wednesday to, to sing while you're in the car or getting ready for work. Um, to, to let, your, let your thoughts and your expressions be made known to God. 
Secondly, while prayer is, while prayer gives us freedom to articulate our thoughts before God, singing gives us the freedom to express our emotion, to feel with the thoughts, to, to share an appropriate way for us to express our true feelings, even to release energy as we come together and worship. Just think if we didn't sing, we would sit here quite a long time. There wouldn't be a way really to express the things that we're feeling when we hear the word of God or we're partaking in communion. Singing allows us to, to express, but also to, to be energized and to share the excitement that is built up within us. Or, you know, uh, James said that if anyone's cheerful, let him sing, right? But, but what about if you're despondent? What did Paul and Silas do when they were despondent? In Acts chapter 15, or 16, you remember, they sang in the prison when they were in chains. And the prisoners were listening to them, weren't they? And we learned that they were learning from them, too, as they were listening. They were praying and singing. And they were down uh, in the sense uh, they could have been down. They actually, the singing was lifting them up. But they were in a situation where they could have been despondent. And they were singing to God um, uh, their faith. Also... Um, I think about the Psalms. How many Psalms are set in the context of, of, of war, of oppression, of, uh, of uh, hatred from the enemies of Israel and sometimes toward? The Psalms are, are expressions of that and the Israelites would sing those songs that sometimes contained anger, frustration, questions to God, but they would sing them. How about when you're just in awe? Don't you just want to sing, my God is an awesome God? Don't you want to be like the, the, the writer in Revelation? Great and marvelous are your works, they sang in heaven. Lord God Almighty, just, just and true are your ways, O King of the saints. When you're in awe, there's ways that we can express that to God. And... Uh, and to do so in a, in a way that he receives it and understands our feelings with us. Singing should strive to stir the emotions of worships of worshipers by combining good lyrics, well-chosen lyrics, with melodies that help us to express the sentiment of that time of worship. For example, sometimes we sing songs that are a little bit more uh, sobering. During the Lord's Supper, we could just as easily sing a song of uh, jubilance at the Lord's Supper, but we tend to think uh, to choose songs that have to do with the type of emotion we express. And that's good. Our song leaders, they do a good job of, of choosing songs that have to do both with the lessons we're learning and that will guide us into action, uh, into thoughtful action. Finally, singing helps us to use words uh, that demonstrate and express our unity. So the gospel is the message that unifies us. Music doesn't unify us. We would never agree on the type of music we would all love to have every service. We'd never do that. We couldn't unify on, on musical preferences alone, but we can unify on the gospel. However, when we sing about the gospel, our voices come together in unison and with one voice we come together. There's power in that. 
uh, I can hear you singing around me. And I don't just think, that sounds pretty. I think, this is powerful to be a part of this. There are others like me that are, that are equally convicted in what they believe. This is a wonderful thing, and it gives me a lot of strength to hear you all sing. And it expresses that oneness. I'm not alone. One worship leader said, if the message that unites the church is the gospel, then the singing that unites the church should be a gospel-centered blend of voices. When people are focused on that sound and the fact that Jesus has made it possible, style and preference become secondary. So he's saying, even when we sing, concentrate on the, the meaning of the lyrics that we're singing, the gospel-centered lyrics. Selecting songs that unite us, teach us, and help us express uh, appropriately our emotions is what a good song leader can do for the congregation. I'm glad we have good ones here. You know, if there's a problem with the singing, um, and I go home and I say, I just, I just didn't feel it today. You know, you know where that problem lies? Every time. I didn't come to present myself before God. If I leave and I go, I don't even remember what we sang. Have you ever done that? I don't I remember what one song that we sang. I was, I, was, I was drifting. I was looking out the window, thinking about something else. That's, that's me that, that has created that. Not, not song leaders or maybe even the songs uh, that we sing. If, if we read these songs when we're singing them and we sing with understanding, we'll worship God. We'll worship God. He'll accept our singing. Sometimes we pray publicly that, God, would you accept our worship today? And we, that's appropriate, I think, to ask. Here we are um, and receive us. But largely we know how he receives us, and that is if we are uh, present and attentive in our worship and that worship is coming from our heart. That's on us. That's on us. So we've got opportunity tonight. We're going to sing a couple more songs. I want to encourage you to sing with understanding. I'd like to encourage you to sing with emotion. I'd like to encourage you to sing as one body and lift up our voices to God in a powerful way. And if you are not one of the members of this body tonight, while we sing this song, the lyrics will be appropriate to invite you to become a Christian. We'd like you to become one of the body of Christ with us to enjoy that exuberance that we enjoy, uh, especially when we sing. So won't you join us? Uh, in song and let us know of your needs tonight if there's some way that the church can help you and that Christ can save your soul. Let's stand and sing.